Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom, but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self-help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God-given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Well, welcome back. I am excited you're joining me today. If you are listening to this right now, I recorded this. It is January 3rd, 2022, so it is a new year. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that today, but I have a question for you. Do you have trouble letting go of the past? Do you judge your future by what you've done in your past? Do you feel stuck in life? Did you ever think that maybe that feeling of being stuck is because you're not walking in the freedom that Christ gave you? Galatians 5.1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. This is a new year, and I always love a fresh start, a new year, just like regeneration. I call it a do-over, like all the things that I've done wrong before, I get to start over and try to do them right this time. But I haven't always felt this way. I've been so stuck in bondage of my past mistakes and failures, my insecurities, my hurts, bitterness, resentment, pride. I just couldn't find my way out. So if you're having trouble letting your past dictate today and your future, I know this podcast will help you. So I encourage you today to take the verses that I give you and I talk about on here anytime on any of my podcasts, any verses I talk about, to read them for yourself and read the whole chapter around the verse. So if you're new to studying the Bible, you can always get a Bible app on your phone or get a paper Bible. Just find the verses I talk about and read the entire chapter and pray about it. So just a few quick tips. You always want to look at context. So a good Bible commentary can help you with this. But you want to ask questions like, who is actually writing this? Who are they writing to? What's the approximate date? What's the location? What's going on in the culture? So that's just a little side note, but I definitely want you to read more than the verse I give you. So one of our best examples of a people being stuck in the past are the Israelites. So you can go back and read the book of Exodus where this is found. But the Israelites had the biggest problem of letting go of the past, and they could not reach the land of Canaan, which was the promised land that God had promised them that was filled with milk and honey, but they couldn't get there because they were stuck in bondage. Did you know that this journey would have been a two-week journey, but it took them 40 years? So when you think about your own journey, what happens over time? Does your relationship with God grow? Do you have more faith in Him? Or do you doubt? Have you let hurt take a bitter root in your heart? Well, the Israelites were still living in the past. They did not have faith. They did not believe God. Well, their belief was wavering. Some days they believed God, and other days they didn't. 
And I can relate to this. I don't know if you can, but some days my faith is strong. And other days I complain and I ask God, what in the world are you doing in my life? What is going on? So for example, the Israelites needed food. So they started complaining and grumbling to God. In Exodus 16.3, it says, If only we had died in Egypt by the Lord's hand. I mean, God rescued them from slavery. And this is what they were saying. And then they said, There we sat around pots of meat, and we ate all the food we wanted. But you've brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. And that is so dramatic. So if you don't know this story, you need to study it. I promise you it will not be boring. They saw God send plagues on Egypt, even death that skipped them. Then he parted the Red Sea and they walked through on dry land. Then he let the waters come back over the Egyptians and kill them. They experienced God. But then they say something like this. But I have a question for you and for myself today. Have you ever experienced God's miraculous hand in your life and then you start to grumble? I know I have. So they asked God for food and he rained down bread from heaven six days a week. And then he said on the sixth day, go ahead and gather enough for the seventh so you can rest on that day. What an amazing God. But you know what? This happened repeatedly for 40 years They would not just walk in the freedom of trusting God in their lives. They kept complaining and trying to control their own lives by disobeying God. So I've studied the Israelites' journey in the wilderness many times. And when I say many times, I mean every time I picked up a new study, listened to a new preacher, listened to a podcast, whatever it was, God always took me back to the wilderness. And what He was showing me was, you are stuck here, but you don't have to be. Quit living in bondage, live in freedom. But guys, it took me 40 years to get out of the wilderness too. But what I learned there, God uses every day in my life for my purpose. So if you have been on a 40-year journey, or maybe a four-year journey, it's time to enter the promised land to taste the milk and honey that God has waiting for you. In Hebrews 12.1, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. In Hebrews, it is a recap of the faith of the people of the Old Testament and what God did through them. So when we get to Hebrews 12, it's like, okay, we have all these examples. So let's get rid of the sin, the acts of the flesh. Galatians 5.19 says, The acts of the flesh are obvious. There's sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. This is sin we need to throw off to be able to run the race that God set for us. I think about when sin has entangled me and what it does. 
it totally derails my life. It causes so many problems. I want you to think about that for a moment. Even if it is a past sin that you have turned from, we need to remember that sin causes chaos and hurt and depression and anxiety and even death, spiritual death, death of relationships, and even possibly physical death. It brings all this into our lives. And maybe you feel like you don't struggle with these sins right now, but all of our sin comes from the flesh. The writer of Hebrews also said, let us throw off everything that hinders us. What hinders us from running the race? Us being selfish, looking inward, wanting what we want right now. So how can you run the race set before you if you're looking backwards? Have you ever tried to run a race looking over your shoulder? If you do it long enough, you will fall. And it really slows you down. And just think about it. If you're looking backwards, how can you be watching out for the things that are in front of you? You may be caught by surprise. So let's think about some of these things that Satan uses that don't seem so bad, but they are because they get our focus inward and off of Jesus and the race set before us. These are all mindset issues that will cut in on our race to the finish. Galatians 5, 7 Paul said, you were running a good race. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? So do you feel like you have let lies cut in on you? The lie of selfishness, of looking inward because we're so concerned with what others think of us. The fear of failure, of being a victim, of looking at our past and letting letting Satan condemn us instead of walking in the forgiveness of sin. The lie of excuse making. Yes, making excuses is a lie that we tell ourselves of why we can't achieve something or why we can't do something. The lie of trying to micromanage and control our own lives and the lives of others around us. Let us run and not let things stop us. It may take us a while to get where we're going because there will be some unexpected things that happen along the way. Job loss, financial problems, illness, death, relationships that are hard, even relationships that end, people that hurt us, an unexpected life that you never see coming. But don't look back. Don't slow down. Keep running while fixing your eyes on Jesus. Why? Because we have a purpose that God gave only us. No one else can run your race. Your race doesn't look like the person beside you. And you have people on the sidelines watching you. You're going to be showing them Jesus when you have your eyes fixed on Him. You throw off the sin. And you keep running the race with perseverance. So now that we have the example of the Israelites that God set free, but they continue to live in bondage. We have the examples of faith of all of those in the Old Testament. Then we have Paul telling us, keep our eyes on Jesus, throw off sin, obey God, and just run that race and don't stop. So we have all these things, but if you are letting what has happened in your past dictate what can happen in your future, then you're not looking to God. God can do anything. Remember this. But this is what I've learned about watching myself and others. We try to blame our circumstances on someone else. 
We try to change others and situations around us, or we wish they would change or pray for them to change. And I get it. If you're in a toxic work environment or you're in a toxic relationship and you can't change that person or that situation or get rid of it, I understand. Here's some practical steps for you to remember. Number one, if you can get away from it, get away from it, if that is possible. Number two, if you can't, you can change your perspective on it. That person or job or situation does not control you. Maybe you need to view it from a different perspective or realize you just don't have to buy in to whatever they're doing, whatever they're saying, whatever's going on. You don't have to let that situation control your emotions and drag you down. Number three, you can create boundaries. It took me a long time to understand this. You can say, I will not listen to this. I will not accept this. I will not be treated this way. You can do that. You can create boundaries in your life. And number four, the only person you can ever change is you. You can quit living in your own bondage and start running the race set before you. So, as always, I love to hear from you. So send me a private message on Instagram. If you're listening for the first time, I do have some free resources for you. So you can click on my link in the description of this podcast. And remember that I release a new episode every Monday morning. So see you back here next week. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. Hop over to my Instagram and send me a direct message. I respond to all of them personally, and I would love to meet you. If you have felt blessed by today, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review. Take a screenshot of your review or this podcast episode, share to your story and tag me, and I'll give you a shout out. Together, we can help women renew their mind with biblical truth. I drop a new episode every Monday morning, so see you next week.